Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey, everybody, and thank you for listening to Knowing is Half the Podcast, the G.I. Joe Show. This is episode 12. They haven't listened to it yet, right? Yeah, but they're listening now, so they are listening to it. So you're thanking them for the half second of listening they did before you thank them for it? Yes. I'd like to say they've already done 98% of the job they need to do in order to listen to this podcast. I mean, to be perfectly, perfectly honest, if they download it, we get the, the numbers anyway, so I don't care if you listen or not. No. If you just want to download the thing and uh, just throw it away, I'm fine with that. Well, here's the deal. No. I care. And my name is Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. I'm pretty ambivalent. <laughs> well, there we go. You can really go one way or the other. I guess that's... Yeah. Uh, that is our dynamic thing, isn't it? <laughs> I like a thing. I hate a thing. I'm ambivalent to thing. I feel no strong connection towards that thing. Unless it has to do with animals. Oh, fair enough. So this is our first animal-free episode that we've had, like, maybe ever. Yeah, I would prefer... I, I prefer it this way, because I prefer it this way to... If, there, if there's going to be a dog, now I'm constantly worried it's going to get punched in the face. It's going to get hit with a stick, knocked yeah. over a wall or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Chan would do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I would do it. I'm <laughs> just saying that's my superpower. Well, this is a crazy bonkers episode called The Fun House. It's I not have, that crazy. Yeah, I have it's to, bonkers. No, no. I have to agree with Chan. I wrote halfway through my notes. This isn't nearly as crazy as I thought it was going to be. I was waiting for Arcade World from the X-Men just to Ooh. be batching crazy or see like mojo and spiral like reworking reality and it turns out oh here's a bunch of large toys yeah and even the toys themselves weren't that weird they were pretty pretty standard to me there's a lot of little things that happened in this episode and it was basically like watching a deadpool cartoon of some kind as people are pulling objects out of left field right and center and, and things just appear that there's no reason that character would be carrying it with him at that moment Mm. And it's just that's how the episode starts, and then it goes to Jack in the Boxes with hammers. If that's your definition for crazy, then every episode of GI Joe is insane. I think they try to keep to a base reality normally, though, and this one they just did not care. Fourth wall broken. And my very first note right here, yes, says baseball card slash yo yo. That's right. That's your first note. Yeah. My first note is nice opening crotch and butt shot. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we have found. Uh, the things that Gina is uh, passionate I mean, about. It's clearly like Zartan is walking up and they really linger. <laughs> and he does a, a little bit of a sachet. 
<laughs> go back and watch it. Opening oh. shot of his crotch. He turns around, he walks away, and then it's his butt. <laughs> we already agreed that he could go work for Thunder from Down Under if the, co- if the terrorism thing doesn't work out. <laughs> oh, also, when he turned around, this was the first time ever that I could see that it might be a hood. <laughs> it is a hood. But, but in the cartoon, the is cartoon a- is clearly drawn as hair. But this time, I think there was a cartoonist that was like, what the fuck? This is a hood, right? I'm going to draw it as a hood. And then when he comes back forward, you can see individual hairs again. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, the opening scene is before we even get to the baseball cards, which, yes, we'll be getting to that. But Zartan breaks into a science compound. He breaks in, in like the middle of the night, and there's just like one guard and one with an open gate and one scientist working at like 10 p.m. <laughs> like by himself. And he's got the craziest... Um, a microscope you've ever seen because it has two lenses and you can see his eyes in the bottom of it. <laughs> you know, how microscopes That's work. How microscopes work. <laughs> All right. Chan, you're are the science you guy. Are familiar with a stereo microscope? <laughs> yes. I'm also unfamiliar with ones that project your eyes down onto. And apparently, it's not a very good microscope because he loses the microbe for a while and has to go find it again. <laughs> Come here, you little microbe. <laughs> I know you're around here somewhere. <laughs> I would like to know what he was working on. It's something crazy. But then Zartan breaks in and decides, you know, nor- normally this would be calling for a karate chop to the back of the neck, right? That's how you always knock somebody unconscious. There are plenty of those in this episode. <laughs> there are. Um, but this time Zartan chooses to use Cobra brand bug spray. <laughs> it's just a generic bug spray brand with a Cobra symbol on it. Wait, why do you say bug spray? Did be- it say bug spray? It didn't it? say bug spray, but it was a bug spray like raid bottle. That was just blue with a cobra symbol on it. He just sprays the guy with and he goes knocked unconscious. I mean, they've bottled knockout gas. That's what they've that done. That is straight up knockout gas. Do they is. sell it on the open market? Because um, I no, think for self-defense it, purposes, I mean, I mean, walking home late at night. No, it's like the little things of mace for, for women. Right. Only, you know, it's because it was back in the day. They hadn't miniaturized it yet. So it was just mm-hmm. a big can. can. It's huge. And it was probably strong because uh, they didn't have as many uh, as many laws back then. Yeah. Also, it's not. Uh, it was. It was not tall enough to be a, a can of raid. It was pretty. It's, uh, big. It was stubby. I'm Team Jan on this one. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, I, you know what? When Consumer Reports does its uh, <laughs> official test of it, then we'll have all the numbers. <laughs> Go back and check the magazine on that. At some point, we should probably talk about. I mean, uh, maybe it should be later. But the fact, basically, yes. scientists uh, are magic. In this world, yes, they are. Everything they create is uh, there's no basis in uh, a scientific reality for them. It's just like I have created a thing that does blank, and the and Cobra treats them as such. We will collect a bunch of scientists, and then we will rule the world. <laughs> I mean, which is a very anti-science kind of view of but science. like theoretically, if you could get scientists to do whatever you wanted, you could collect the world's best scientists and rule the world well here's the thing uh if you're playing civilization or something like that or one of those you know 4x games you put uh x number of power or dollars or whatever into science research yeah and then magic things happen it's not like that in the real world where you where you just put like money into science with a capital s um and then like cool shit spits out the other end i mean first of all cobra has unlimited resources so so if you're a scientist and you're like, oh, yeah, I could potentially make this hor- horrible bomb that would mm-hmm. wipe out 99% of the population if I had the following really hard to find ingredients and endless supplies of money and mm-hmm. manpower, 
Cobra's got all those things. Let Why me... don't they just hire these scientists? <laughs> Wouldn't that be so I think much easier? Because the scientists have morals. Thank you. The scientists Thank have you. morals. I, you know what? God bless them. I love scientists. <laughs> uh, I feel like I myself am a citizen scientist. If you give me enough money, I will. I will make you nerve gas. I will make you things that that. Do nothing but hurt human beings. I mean, you heard it here first. Chan would work for Cobra. Yes. I feel like any scientist, and even the ones that have morals, it's not very hard to <laughs> dupe them and tell them, like, yeah, obviously we're going to make this for uh, purposes of, like, uh, um, agriculture or something like it that. It takes a lot There's... more time to do that stuff. Can Kid- I get back for a sec? Kidnapping is easier. Oh, sorry. Uh, can I get back for a sec? I challenge Chan's first point on this, and that's that the science just means anything because Arthur C. Clarke taught us that science, if you don't understand it, is indistinguishable from magic. Therefore, I think all these scientists are doing real science. We just don't understand it, Chan. The end. They're not doing real science. <laughs> I, I mean, you don't you know of that. Do you, are you, you, let's get a scientist on the phone. Come Thank here, you, you little microbe. <laughs> Come here, you little microbe. Let my eyeballs flick you around a little bit. My my first thought, other than the crotch and butt thought, <clears throat> was that kidnapping ransom seems seems so basic. It's so weak for, for those guys, and, and that's even so addressed basic. by Flint in here. He even said, "Really, kidnapping scientists? Yeah. I mean, weak sauce, Cobra Commander. Well, super basic. The whole point was to lure GI Joe in. Yes. So they did their. Uh, this is their opening gambit. It's not their. Uh, yeah. End. But I. But their end game did seem to be kidnap scientists force well, the, them to work for us the, well i mean the end end game was uh uh kill all of gi joe and bonus you have a bunch of scientists who then can help you control the world it oh, feels okay. like a normal thing in cobra's plans where the, yeah. the setup is actually like should be the end game <laughs> you know like they took over all the oil fields in the previous episode mm-hmm. that in itself was fantastic they didn't have to make ships disappear and all this other stuff it's like when cobra commander yeah. has a good idea and then he takes it three steps further now it's a bad idea he just overcome well this is yeah. this is i mean i'm jumping around here but once we're actually in the fun house the attention to detail on some of those things <laughs> Is crazy. Like great. This, how much they money. have been planning this for years. How much effort <laughs> when you could have just like Ugh. oh, there's three pathways. All of them are filled with lasers. You're dead. They, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, you I don't mean, have to go that high tech. You could just do pit of spikes and and walls that crush you. And I mean, and they poles. built this entire booby trapped temple, and then they had to decide what the booby traps were. And I've I've got issues with all of them when we get there. When we get there, I've got issues with all of them. And to be fair, all the money it took to build the funhouse, do you think they could have just hired some scientists (laughs) for that much money? All right, we could either hire 10 scientists, (laughs) 10 scientists, or build a ridiculous funhouse and then kidnap those scientists. It's it's like the scientists, for what it costs to build the temple, what is that, like $200 million for each scientist? I mean, it's a crazy amount of money. This Not is, to mention the real estate. This I think is what I'm was, saying. It yeah. would be so much easier. Just There's a, there's a limit. Uh, to, and scientists, by and large, don't make a lot of money. No. So if you threw some unseemly amount of money on them, of course they're going to make you If you, you threw them seventy five grand, they're in your pocket. Right. Right. People get bribed for a lot less to do a lot of worse things. One of those jack in the boxes could have paid for a lifetime of science <laughs> a si- work. A lifetime you guys of have science. No faith in humanity. <laughs> no. 
Uh, so we get to the moment. This is scene two now. So uh, as we established, Cobra Commander called up to basically taunt the Joes and get them to show up at the fun house. Mm-hmm. At which point, uh, Flynn asks the great question, why Why are you collecting all these scientists? And Bazooka, it cuts over to Bazooka, who's dumber in this episode than I think we've ever seen him before. The fact he I'm even pre- is saying real words at this point is astounding I'm to me. I'm pretty sure he's exactly as yeah. smart. As What's Bazooka's thing? Refresh my memory. What's he do? He's the guy that carries a bazooka around, wears the jersey, the tell. red jersey. And, and he usually only says like one word, and right? He's, Dog good. And he's yes. often called Zook. Yeah. Zook. Got it. He's, Got on, it. he's on the spectrum somewhere. We he's just not don't on know the exactly spectrum. where. He's just had a lot of brain damage, head trauma. He, he used okay. to be a boxer. <laughs> so, well, I, mean, his th- I mean, his thing is heavy weapons, so he's probably had his head next to this bazooka going, doosh. That's Many true. A lot of rattling skulls. That's true. But they cut over and, and they say, why are you collecting all these scientists? And Bazooka is standing there flipping a yo-yo in the re- conference room and then pulls up his other hand with a baseball card and says, oh, are you collecting them like baseball cards? <laughs> why, why is this man allowed near anything that's expensive? <laughs> or explosive. Or explosive. He's the demolitions expert. Well, second demolitions expert, but we'll get to that. Like I said, that this is that's this is also the point where I realized that uh, I kept thinking that Gung Ho was real dumb, and he's not real dumb. <laughs> Gung Ho's not dumb at all. And I kept thinking that Shipwreck was real dumb, and it was because I was confusing Shipwreck with How? Gung Ho. I don't know, but in who, fact, I, all of them <laughs> I'm confusing with Bazooka, who has established himself as being. The biggest dumb dumb of them. He's the dummy. But Alpine has the good moment right there where Cobra asked for $60 billion, was it? $60 billion. I wrote that. $60 billion. That is a reasonable amount of money. And in 1984 terms, I mean, that's. Well, he had to pay for that temple. (laughs) But this is. They had to pay for two temples. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Alpine has, to me, the hilarious joke, the troll, the great moment of the whole thing is like, hold on a sec. I got this. Pull out my wallet. Let me use my G.I. Joe Express card. We'll just put it on that. That was amazing. And the fact that his code name Alpine was written on the card. <laughs> I honestly. Ten ways to perfect. I, yeah. I wasn't sure. I kind of th- I, I thought that was actually a legitimate joke that I might want to laugh at uh, when it happened. If you were correct. Go with your guts, Chan. It was great. All I right. actually, this was my reaction. I was like, wait, r- d- really? Does he really have that much money? <laughs> uh, I loved that moment. I thought to me that was a perfect moment on the show of actual humor and uh, a little sarcasticness that I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the weird thing for me is just that he had that card made <laughs> and carries it around with him all the time just in case he gets to make well, that joke. It's probably his real credit card. I think it's, I think it's, isn't it? I think G.I. Joe issues them credit cards. And they call them G.I. Joe Express? Yeah, I think that the, you use them in the mess hall. You use them for that's like, a debit card. That's we've a totally we've established though that like they don't get off the base that much. Uh-huh. It's true. So they would need to buy all their stuff on the base. Uh-huh. Is so, this how they keep people in GI Joe? So, they get them indebted through the company store. <laughs> Sixteen tons. It's like an a- it's like an Amazon card. It says uh-huh. Amazon on it. Mm-hmm. But just you can the, use it for other things. The fact but. that it looks like the old school green and white American <laughs> Express card pretty well. And I actually thought he was about to do an ad for American Express, <laughs> like in the GI it's Joe commercial. There's a lot be. of this is yeah. like a this is a greedy episode, like a money money heavy episode. Because when we go back and realize that uh, uh, that it was Zartan pretend like acting like the That's scientist, right. he then goes. I charge extra for acting services, which that's all he does. Is that's, act. His whole that's his whole job. So the fact that he charges extra for his job makes no sense. Uh, actually, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> if you recall, when he was the French uh, diplomat. Oh, right. Metier, and he was terrible he's at like, it. 
Well, maybe if you'd paid me more, Whoa! I would have busted out some improv skills. <laughs> oh, maybe it's like a plumber, like during the holidays, you pay uh, them to yeah. show up, and then you got to pay them extra to actually do the job. I mean, mm-hmm. I have to say, he he did a better acting job in this episode than um, he did in that last. Not episode. according to the Baroness. The Baroness says that you couldn't, uh, you wouldn't uh, act your way onto a soap opera. Soap opera burn from the Baroness. Uh, uh, Zartan does not care though. No, he does not because, as we know, he is paid by the hour. Yes. <laughs> Who pays he, your mercenaries by the hour? He is the smartest man in that room <laughs> because... Oh, I hope he... Col- I mean, if he ever collects it, because at this point, I feel like they've got to pay for those two temples. Like, if you can afford two temples, you can afford my overtime Cobra Commander. I mean, like, I mm. hope that it's like it's the ca- clock is counting down and his bank account is hooked up to... to the Cobra's bank account and it just <laughs> automatically pays him like every hour instead of him like giving them a bill at the end of the day. Uh, no, he, they're, Cobra definitely makes him invoice. <laughs> that is literally the worst part of being uh, a freelancer. I bet they're so slow to pay too. Oh, I, bet, I bet they kept all his Cobra gold fang shillings. They just kept him like, Oh, your payment was in the basement of the building we just blew up. Go through the rubble and find it, Zartan. Yeah, like that seems like that seems realistic, like something he would do. I feel like Zartan is money grubbing enough that he would not stick around if he weren't getting paid. Oh, for sure. He would definitely bail. He's not doing nothing on spec. Yeah. 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 Am I done? Am I am I being detained? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we immediately we, cut to yes. Go ahead. Oh, have we have we covered the fact that uh, they kidnapped Colonel Sanders yet? <laughs> <laughs> we have. I didn't even notice. I didn't that. notice. Did you that not either. notice that? No. Oh my god! I, did, I didn't notice. From they the got Norm Macdonald. <laughs> he has white hair. He has the little goatee. He was wearing a white suit. A scientist, <laughs> not a white lab coat. Wait, a I, white really? suit. I thought he was wearing a white lab coat. I thought it was a lab coat as well. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch go this, back. everybody. Uh, here's the deal. They wanted the secret recipe. They wanted Colonel Sanders' secret recipe of, uh, what is it? Uh, Eleven herbs and spices. There it is. Kidnapped <laughs> him rather than just paid him. Chan that makes sense. Chan knows chicken. I, man, I love me some fried chicken. <laughs> love so, it. A great moment happens when now they attack the, the faux cobra base. Which, again. The Fobra base? The Fobra oh, temple. Nice. Fobra. Thank you. <laughs> which, again, can I point out for the millionth time how much they hate forests and trees? <laughs> Tearing through all of them. And and like lighting them on fire and, and in most cases for no reason. Yeah. They're all they're going after is the temple, but let's make sure we deforest everywhere around yeah, the temple on the hate, way. They hate trees. And then at some point I mean this is no, this is literally something that is a result of Vietnam. <laughs> that is literally uh that uh, military uh, uh procedures involve deforestation. I mean they are they are doing it with glee. And then at some point it's revealed that Bazooka has fleas or something. I don't know what's happening. Weird. No, no. What happened was Alpine said something about like Yeah. Itchy trigger finger. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and Bazooka, who is dumb dumber, dumber by far than a box of bombs. Uh but 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 here what? is the thing. What is wrong with it? Then they're saying like, holy shit, Bazooka, fucking back us up. What are you doing? Like itching, you stupid dummy. And he's like, what? Okay. Woo, woo. He picks up his Bazooka, fires it, and just happens to blow up a Cobra Hiss tank. <laughs> he almost that. hits his friends. But why is he scratching? It, no, 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 no. This, this is classic drunken kung fu style. Oh, my goodness. This is uh, like, you think I'm a dummy. But uh, oh, look at that! I accidentally uh, <laughs> everyone on his team had on. to duck. But while he was itching, there are blue did. laser beams shoot, being shot like, at being him. Shot at him. So first of all, mm-hmm. the Cobra guys have the worst aim 
or ever or again go back and watch the the, you the think go he's back dodging and watch them? uh drunken master drunken master 2 <laughs> he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing but he's just like oh like oh i didn't oh i dodged that oh that's how weird uh, i guess i was just lucky Mm-hmm. See, I just think bazooka is really like it's the power of suggestion. The fact that somebody just said the word itchy and you're I, just like, maybe I am itchy. Oh, I better stop everything in the middle of this battle and scratch myself literally everywhere. Yeah, that everywhere. Is and a bazooka is not a run and fire weapon. I don't know what he's doing. Why is he running, tripping and then shooting the bazooka? You're meant to stand, <laughs> get on one knee, have somebody else help oh, you hold it. Yeah, that is know, a stationary weapon. Do you, know, do you know who would do that sort of thing? Someone who is a master of drunk. <laughs> By the way, at the end of this, are all the Cobra guys dead? Yes. Uh, I, they might be. They all the do ones not outside. move. They are not moving. They're, they're sleeping, Gina. <laughs> they, they don't. There's Smack not even like, like a. Wood. There's not even a moment that they usually add in kids shows where someone guys like, like groaning so that you know that they're still alive and they're just knocked out. They literally don't move. Their chest cavities do not look like they are deflated. taking in air. I mean, to be fair. That would require animation, which I <laughs> don't think correct. they have the just time one or guy. To Just do. have one guy do it. Just and one then, guy just mm. turn his shoulder slightly. Yeah, just have a couple of them like maybe move. Um, before we get into Cobra Temple, there's one other thought I had here, and that's Wild Bill, as they're shooting missiles right into the temple itself and, and deforesting everything, he says, this is just like cleaning a stable back home. And there it is. It's yeah. in Chan's notes as well. Yeah. Shooting lasers and missiles at a temple is just like cleaning a stable back home where you're shoving poop what is that he what kind of weird. what kind of stables is he cleaning <laughs> not I only wouldn't that hire him to do that not only that later on in the episode he brings up cleaning house again <laughs> a second time murder is cleaning house to him or He's cleaning a psychopath a stable. wild bill is crazy he's yeah. buffalo bill he's buffalo bill cleaning out the stables means hosing down the blood from the walls Wild Bill wants you to put the lotion in the basket Mm. or else you get the missile again. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. He's the most psychotic character on the show (laughs) that I never realized until now. But he's also competing for like best puns. We were, we there saw were so, that. so many dumb jokes. You know what? There were a lot. <laughs> I'd be quantity wise all too, over the map. Too many uh, while they're while they're mass murdering all of these red shirts. Which, ooh. by the way, like we like. Co- Cobra Commander clearly knew this was going to happen to these guys, right? Yes. We cut mm-hmm. back and they're and he's like, "It's fine." Mm-hmm. He's a, do not don't care. Also, I had a thought. Am I the only one that thinks that like it would make the most sense for the Baroness to get laser eye surgery? Ah, oh, but she'd lose that awesome look. But I feel like it's you can't be a, a an active supervillain and have glasses because you're so easily defeated. It's true. Nope. Velma never held nothing over nobody. I mean, if I like if I didn't have my contacts in and someone knocked my glasses off, I would immediately curl up into the fetal position and then die. <laughs> so what you're saying is if someone uh, uh, knocked off Baroness glasses, they would think she were helpless. So oh. if she were wearing contacts and those are fake glasses. Oh. What if there's no lenses she, in those Or maybe glasses? she doesn't even need them. They're just hipster glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would argue I that they're just hot. Yeah. I mean, I That just... character needs the glasses because they take her from being just run-of-the-mill villainous to hottest sex symbol in my entire childhood. Uh, basically, <laughs> yeah, like sexy evil librarian <sighs> is I, I, German I just, librarian. I consider them a weakness. Mm. <laughs> also, can I, I... This was the first time that I noticed this. All the women are insanely tall on this show. Yes. They are equally as tall as the men who are set up as being 
big ass dudes. Yeah. So that means that the women on the show are probably all six two. Yes. Because because Lady J stands eye to eye with Flint. I think Flint's sure. a little short for a Joe. But I mean, uh, to be fair, are, yes. I would say even the shortest woman on the show is five ten. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, you got to remember, like they're combat ready, like they're monsters. I, they can kill people. I think they're genetically engineered. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? They could have women just are been not tall. that tall <laughs> at all. No, have you seen a WNBA game? There's lately? No women taller than six. I mean, foot so they're one. only. So is there a height requirement to be in the Joes? I would think it's a kind of a fitness thing, like in order to pass the rigorous Joe exams that somehow Dusty. <laughs> survived how tall are the uh the two uh female rangers who uh just passed they looked petite they looked petite to me maybe it's just one of those things where uh you know like tom cruise always looks the same height as his (laughs) co-stars they wear lips lips yeah what i'm (laughs) saying what i'm saying is that uh all of these women are on apple boxes (laughs) (laughs) as they're being animated (laughs) it's the opposite of the 60s (laughs) how progressive this show is so we get inside the funhouse, mm-hmm. at which point things just start getting a little bit weird. As they they zap our, my new hero, zap the Latino explosives expert, uh-huh. who we'll probably never see again. Right. So get ready for that, everybody. Do we know he's Latino? How do we know he's Latino? He had a features on his face as a Latino, and there was a brief moment where he had a sombrero and he was going, yeah, 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 yeah. He did a hat dance. At did you some miss point. that part? Did you? Uh, I must. It must, must be one of the times that I zoned out. You clicked. Yeah. Uh, you clicked yeah. a different window yeah, for a second. I did. You missed I did. it. Yeah, he hits a pinata. It's okay. really great. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch it. No, but he, he, he has he looks like a Latino dude, and his okay. voice was very, very um uh, a Latino sounding. Okay. All right, I'm on board. Just saying. I'm not mm-hmm. He was. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I was just double checking. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so he blows a hole in the side of the temple uh-huh. and immediately like blows out all the bricks and everything. Thankfully, that's the exact starting room that Cobra Commander somehow knew they were going to start in. There you go. Never mind the missiles that hit the building and did absolutely nothing to them. He uh-huh. planned way ahead. Oh, way <laughs> ahead. It's like Batman where the one spot of, of armor is right where the big yellow symbol is on his yeah. chest because that's where he wants to get shot. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Cobra mm-hmm. Temple. Uh, so then a magnetic field comes by and doesn't take their belts, their boots, you know, only takes their weapons well. and helmets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little bit like maybe it was a powerful field, but not too powerful. I'm not I was really clear on the about, science of like, that. I was thinking about underwire in bras. Oh, yeah. Lady J would be boned. Yeah. She's got those things poking out Actually, there. now that I think about it, she's probably, wearing, she's probably double bagging with sports bras. Okay. Yeah. We have a new fan theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would but do. Chan, but Chan, what's the science on a, a magnet beam like that um, pulling all the guns away i mean if it's a large enough gun it would make sense that uh those would get yanked away by a high-powered electromagnet whereas a belt buckle might not you know yeah. you might get a tug there but it's mm. not enough mass to uh get a tug there magnetism yeah <laughs> mm. looking at some magnets anyway they really? get in position want to get a hand job from uh, an electromagnet <laughs> you, you don't that seems... Ray will take a hand job from literally any inanimate object he can. <laughs> Anybody? Any of you guys got a pool? Just asking. Anyway, so there's because <laughs> pools because pools For, give the, you hand jobs because the jets what? the jets. Oh, you, never... you mean like a hot tub? Thank you. Pools don't usually have jets. My my pools do. I Am I revealing that, too much right now? I thought for a moment that you were talking about sticking your dick into the vacuum. Like some of them have those uh, automatic vacuums that just go around sucking in leaves and stuff like that. I haven't thought of that. Uh, just so you know, you will hurt yourself. Yeah, there's a lot of horrible stories about that. Mm-hmm. I see. <clears throat> I'll forget about that immediately then. So we put into a position right now where there are three doors. And he says behind two of these doors are dead ends. Behind the third door is me. 
Yeah. At which point they get snarky, and Flynn says, so they're all dead ends, huh? Wada, 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 wada. Thankfully, thankfully, it turns out all three of them were dead ends. Uh, otherwise, I would have I, I would have been so angry with Cobra Commander. That he um, actually was at the end of one of them? Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm mad at the Joes be. for being like, this seems legit. <laughs> I'm in. Seems, seems like a good idea. If you look at the end of the episode, all three go to the same place because they reach, they all go to the same area and then retrace all through all three corridors going backwards. Mm-hmm. So they, oh, none of them are dead ends. No. They all go to Cobra Commander. Yeah. He, but by the way, I would totally do this fun house. Yes. Like I would if someone was like, hey, oh, hey, do this. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like I would be I game. Like, I, I would have want sex with a fucking <laughs> temple. I mean, I have my ways, Chan. Though well, they have jets. I would if <laughs> like I would pay five dollars to go through this fun house. It looks like it looks really good, uh, right? You you realize the intent is to murder the people that go through it, right? Is it because no one ends up being murdered? Thank you. It's to literally, knock everybody literally out. Literally, none of their none of these traps are deadly at all. Fair enough. Not a spike. I, I, I cannot argue that point. In fact, this is this is where I first where I first started to have logic problems in the GI Joe universe. Oh no! <laughs> the balloon room. The balloon yep. room's amazing. The first which... one they get to, which again, balloons designed pink balloons with Cobra Commander's desi- face on them, designed with Cobra Commander's face on which them. Is who made them? Pretty great because uh, we see that in the end credits every episode. Yeah, there's a lot so of stuff. So now we actually get to see uh, the moment when it happens. It's true. And then, and then this plan is faulty because if that happened to me, I would just be like, "Oh, obviously, just don't pop any." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it, it occurred to at least one. Yeah, well, and then, two people. and then the other guy is like, "I'll pop it," but if if they hadn't, this pl- they would have just, just been right like, through. "Huh? Okay, let's yeah, let's yeah, walk right." Because that this. was the only one that popped. It wasn't like they were super yeah. easy to pop. Well, and at first I was like, "Oh, maybe they're set on a timer, and all of them are going to pop." So it's just sort of none like of a did. no, none of them. No. Just that one popped. Well, and that's the the, the, the the interplay between the two of them. You have Airtight, the smart, nerdy guy, and you've got Dusty, who repairs refrigerators, both in the same area together. Guess which one pops the balloon? Hint, not the smart guy. It's just, yeah, I would. I, uh. And it's at this point, Dusty starts tripping fucking balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Which also, like, considering the fact that uh, that his buddy, whose name I immediately forget. Airtight? Airtight. Like, changes in front of his eyes. You'd think he would be like, all right, I'm freaking out, but at least I know that's not him. But no, he immediately is like, no! Well, I mean, I will grant you that it might be some, like, very high-powered hallucinogenic. They, just... put, they put peyote I... dust in there. Airtight turns into Cobra Commander and his face and hands start oozing snakes. Yeah. That's... Yeah fucking trippy for a children's show mm. that fucked me up when i was a kid oh but it, i would say right here dusty if you remember the pyramid of darkness he's the one that freaks out and you know goes crazy because he, he has he needs gravity and he has the freak out he starts flipping dudes and oh, fatal yeah. fluffies over mm-hmm. to yank the switch down yeah so flipping the f out is totally in dusty's like wheelhouse of things to do right well, i mean right. I, I mean that one was uh fake that was a fake out was it oh, i'm starting yeah, to think yeah, it wasn't I'm starting to think he well, really is. He that immediately guy. stopped as soon as he got yeah, the thing turned yeah. Well, because he wanted gravity, and then he got it, so he was done. But so balloons, not a good plan. If, the worst. If they're if they're not idiots, but it is the, fun. Yeah, fun. Like fun. this is why I'm saying I would go through it because so far I'm safe. I wouldn't. I would not pop those balloons, and I would be safe. Right. Now the next thing is, Wait, hey, why would you pay five dollars to not? 
no, play no, with I any would, of the I toys. would run through it, or I would convince one of my red shirt friends to pop it in their face. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but then the next thing is the other two guys see a, a, a roller coaster shaped like a snake and get and on it. Yeah. Ooh, they yeah. get boy, boy, boy. on yeah. it. It's my note right here. Hey, man, let's just get in the snake car. It's probably safe, right? So the first two are idiots for popping the balloons. The <laughs> yep. second two are idiots for getting on the roller coaster. Yep. And then they start going. And then this isn't even a good payoff. No. Like, this is just like, you're going to ride by a bunch of guys with lasers shooting you. Like, that's the best you could think of for... Here's for the thing. A roller coaster? This is the first time we have ever, ever seen a Joe shot with a Cobra Bazooka laser. Bazooka shot in the fucking in the head. head. And in what did it do? Head. Knocked him out. He went sleepy, sleepy. He, it knocked him out. So again, okay, so so I'm just going to say everyone is an idiot in this situation. <laughs> yes. The Cobra commander is an idiot because yes. he thought like, ah, balloons. I don't care if they don't pop them, then nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. And then he's the idiot who thought like, oh, cool, we'll shoot them with guns. But it'll, it, it, first of all, they can easily duck down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the car is designed all, for them not to get hit. Yeah, and second of all, clearly, like if, if just one of them gets hit, the other one is still fine and the other guy isn't even dead and, and, so they're they're he's an idiot and then the joes are idiots are being like ah, balloons i'm gonna pop it oh look here's a roller coaster that looks really sinister i'm gonna get on it instead of <laughs> instead of just making it go i was gonna say how how crazy is it that every trap though has cobra commander's likeness on it it's <laughs> based mean, on the balloons it took the robots so are him long to buy this i mean at that point that is uh an aesthetic choice that i can get behind i would say that this is cobra commander made this funhouse for himself. I think so he could just have like a merry journey through his own psyche. And then he was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I could just like add a few lasers to it and kill all the Joes." Yeah. I think he I think this is like 10 years in the making. <laughs> and then and then the thing is like then it gets a little bit better because robot Cobra Commanders is pretty scary, mo- very expensive, very elaborate. Mm-hmm. But then once uh, once Flint easily knocks one of them out with a karate chop to the head, which mm-hmm. takes off its head, removes the it. worst constructed robot ever. <laughs> I mean, it is a karate chop, and we must remember that in the 80s, the karate chop was the ultimate it weapon. It can take off a metallic head? Yes, yeah. every time. It I will mean, knock any human being unconscious. I mean, he has he has like lover's rage at this point because he he just saw his woman. Because how did she get hit? Karate Knocked chop out by a robot's karate chop. Yep. But but also, can I just say, he's not too upset that she's dead. No, because he couldn't get a pulse. He goes over and he goes, oh, can't get a pulse. Can't get a pulse. Although that's what he said. I would like to point out at this point that Flint wears thick leather gloves. Oh, he didn't take them off. Did he? So how <laughs> good could he possibly be at getting someone's pulse? That's. I would argue that that was the reason why he wasn't freaking out. It was because like you know, she didn't have a pulse. Well, to be fair, nobody has <laughs> ever had a pulse any time I have ever tried this, and yet they always survive. So I'd like to take this one step further. Is Lady J a vampire? Why would you say that? Do you because have any she, other corroboration? She does this? not have a pulse. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't see her out in the daytime in this episode at all. Uh, we actually we do. Okay, she's like no. She maybe do. she's one of those twilight vampires who drinks the blood of a mortal so she can go out in sunlight. She doesn't sparkle. I just you know you know when he seems unconcerned that she is dead. I was like, what's wrong with you? And then later later on in oh, the episode, oh, well, she has that. a moment where she thinks he's dead, and she goes, oh no, Flint. 
<laughs> so I guess this relationship is not all that great. But this isn't the first episode where it happens. Remember when uh, she falls off the cliff in the uh, the jungle trap episode? Right. And he's just like, oh, she's dead. And then he sees her later. He's like, oh, you are still alive. Right. He right. does not care. No, he uh, that episode, he got pretty Yeah, hot. he seems, For like he a seems second. to care more in that episode. In this episode, he's just like, oh. Until Dusty came over and said, she's a tough girlfriend. <laughs> But also, like, he can't, he doesn't even try anything in this episode. He's no. not like, I can't get a pulse. I'm going to start CPR. <laughs> yeah, no, no chest <laughs> compression. Like, he's just like, oh, well, better continue on in the funhouse. <laughs> um, so then we also have Airtight, who's now by himself, because Dusty is a dumb-dumb oh, who popped on. the balloon. I, yes. I do want to say that, like, this thing has been rife with just awful puns where yes. people are trying oh, to yes. put things together. Um, there was a point, I believe, it was when... Um, uh, when he was trapped in the bowling alley, and uh, the bowling ball, yes. which was also electrified, had Cobra's <laughs> face on it, and because uh, of says, course, yeah, and he says that uh, oh look, like Cobra Commander's got an inflated ego. There was literally a thing that they could have used oh, that for the balloons. The balloons. It could have said he <laughs> has an inflated ego, and they use it for the fucking bowling ball, which says to me that uh, again. I, I guess this is why Ray loves the show because it's a word bucket for the writers as well. Let's just take some jokes. We could match them up with the um, with the situation they're involved in, or we could just put them in at random and see what happens. It's like a Mad Libs uh, uh, script generator. Mm-hmm. Yep. But getting getting back to that scene, the electrified bowling ball is coming in Alpine. It seems like he has plenty of room to the left or right of the bowling ball. Yeah. Not, but he runs through the pins. The bowling ball comes, hits the whole smorgasbord, yep. and he's just knocked out. Like Apparently, again, not a very deadly trap. Did he, you just he, say he, smorgasbord? Yeah. Was that wrong to you? Yes. Yes. And is this like else. is this like the Berenstein Bears universe no, all over no, again? This nope. is actually a go ahead and look up Smorgasbord, and then see Google say. <laughs> now I'm afraid. I'm pretty to. sure you meant Smorgasbord, and then give you all of the answers that you were looking for. Wow. In any case, he's in the middle of the darn trap. How dare you? <laughs> he's in the middle. Of, he literally you could not be hit by the trap any harder than Alpine is hit in uh-huh, the trap, uh-huh. and he's fine. He gets no, up no, soon gets, after. Oh yeah, he's knocked out. He's but knocked sure. out. Um, and then uh, getting back to airtight, he runs into a room where there's just a bunch of jack-in-the-boxes that spring up from the floor. Cobra Commander on springs with different mallets and hockey sticks and weapons. I mean, a those glowing, were... Uh, baseball bat. Glowing those baseball bat. Those were advanced. I don't know if you noticed how they were moving, but yeah. they were like super advanced mm-hmm. robotics. <laughs> Operated through a spring. Like, I bet each of those probably cost $25,000 a piece. Oh, oh 25000 Oh, I'm, no. I'm saying 80s money, guys. <laughs> I think it costs $25,000 just to get somebody to draw them. Uh, it's 25 so just to build it and to have no functionality. Uh, to to get those robotics and have the thing trying to actually hit you with a hammer, and it like tracks people like through mm-hmm. the room. It's 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 mm-hmm. insane, insanely advanced. But amazingly, they could have just had him get hit by the hockey stick or something, like something that would have been really like ouch. Instead, they just have the laser pistol miss him, hit the wall behind him, and then knock him out with a slab of concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know, not great functionality and design, I guess. This is when I wrote so far not as crazy as I'd hoped. <laughs> the Jack in the Box wasn't not, crazy enough. Not not as crazy as no, I'd it's hoped. Dumb. Yeah, it's not dumb. Uh, I think it's great. It's not. It's not a mind fuck. It's just a a question mark. Why would you even <laughs> yeah. do that? Why would you do that? Although now, and it's at this point the Jack in the Box where I'm like pretty firmly convinced that this was originally like basically like a showbiz pizza specifically <laughs> for uh, Cobra Commander. He's like, 
I like to go here and just enjoy myself in multiple <laughs> variations, and I have fun, and I, uh, I, I eat food, and then I watch as, as large versions of me go through enormous versions of games. Is Showbiz Pizza like a Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, much less popular, possibly regional. Now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but then uh, um, I like the idea of the Jack in the Boxes when they're not trying to kill people, like singing like '80s hair metal. Yeah. But like the kids' bop version of them That's for terrifying. Cobra Commander is exactly. he sadly sits alone on the floor with no furniture eating a slice of cold pizza. Yeah, by the way, this is this is I made the note because because it's clearly a lot of childlike games. And then when we cut back to Cobra Commander, everyone is like, Hey, we should probably go now. This seems like a good idea. And he's like, No, I don't wanna go. I do not understand why Cobra, this massive organization, lets what is essentially a petulant child. <laughs> Run and I know we've touched on this before, but I think under that mask he is a twelve-year-old boy. Is it Vincent Adultman? <laughs> it's just two or three children. Yeah, wearing I wearing a Cobra Commander outfit. In in, I mean he's obviously the money man. Like, like we'll do whatever you want to do. I guess it's, you're paying the bills. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, I th- I, th- I think this is... Uh... Yeah, here's the deal. If he's writing the checks, they're happy to help him. I mean, at that point, if I was the Baroness or uh, Zartan, I'd be like, all right, well, we're going to go. You need a timeout. We're going we're gonna to go. Mm-hmm. You figure this out on your own. We're going to take the jet. Yeah, like I don't... I'm not, I'm not humoring him at this point. I would be like, look, we just spent $80 billion to build you an insane funhouse with kids toys essentially trying to kill people so now we're gonna go i would argue though if you're zartan right the baroness is obviously not having it she's ready to go every scene we see her in right if you're zartan though and you're looking over Cobra commander's shoulder isn't part of your brain being like i wonder what the fuck the next crazy thing is gonna be i want to see i want to see how this plays out this is amazing i mean i kind of want to see all the cobra underlings that he tested this on (laughs) because you know that he tested it on people like you know like he he buzzed some poor intern and was like hey joe can you come up here take the first hallway (laughs) and then i'll be at the end of it and the guy's like all right and his name is joe yeah. <laughs> some really like yeah, yeah you, you definitely change your name when you sign up for cobra <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your name uh, al al i just think i just think at some point you know that like 10 to 15 interns were knocked unconscious testing this for him sure <laughs> so. it's like the interns on that wipeout show you know oh, that God. you know they have to do it before the contestants get there for legal reasons, <laughs> and they make, they probably make them sign all sorts of waivers if they get hurt. <laughs> well, to your point about Cobra Commander, there's a great moment in here where Flint starts getting over on the robots and he starts blowing them up, uh-huh. and Cobra Commander starts shouting at the robots. <laughs> they they're not going to get motivated. They're goddamn robots. Uh, there is a lot of screaming by Cobra Commander this episode, way more than usual, which is saying something. I think like does he have borderline? personality disorder like what is his he has a lot of mental issues that i would like to diagnose at some point Mm. i just think his expectations were way too high for this fun house i really think he thought the balloon room was going to murder the first two people for reasons i can't fathom he clearly has illusions of grandeur sure i don't know maybe he seems a little bit bipolar because he gets super angry for no reason and and other times he's real happy It might be bipolar. I never considered that before. I mean, ju- I'm just saying, by the time this show is done, I will have psychoanalyzed him and cured him. <laughs> so we cut forward to Zap, our hero, is now trying to blow up the front door of the temple. Mm-hmm. 
the big metal door. Mm. We've already established he can blow up walls with no problem whatsoever. Those are stone walls. And he can blow them up without even trying, mm-hmm. and yet this metal door he can't do over and over and over again. I mean, that makes sense. Stone is easier to blow up. It's more porous. Yeah. So why are you trying to blow up the door? Why not just blow up the oh, wall and I go in that way? Saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> You've already established move you can the, do it easily. Move the explosives two feet to the right or left. <laughs> right. <laughs> go around the door. I'm no military demolitions expert. I think at that point, there was probably one guy that was like, who's up? And he was like, it's it's the point of the thing now, and I just want to see it because I, I I won't be satisfied. I'll be thinking about it the whole rest of the mission if I don't do it right this time. Zap doesn't accept can't. <laughs> it's his new catchphrase. I've just decided. Are so, you sure it's not that uh, he's a Mexican, not a Mexican? Oh, oh no. God, Chan. I mean, you're the one that kept Reminder, that listeners, Latino. Chan is, is ethnic. Chan is an ethnic. He's the only one of us that's allowed to make these jokes. Oh my gracious. I'm allowed to make guinea jokes, and that's about it. And I can make fun of white people. Uh, so we go forward. And Cobra Commander. Now this 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 is a sh- this sh- episode that really jumps around a lot. A lot of like thirty second scenes. So it's yeah. a little hard to keep track of. But Cobra Commander makes a statement that really caught my eye. That he says uh, we're going to blow up the temple. He, also, he made a statement that caught his eye. <laughs> Thank the, you. The, the words that uh, that Ray heard. He clearly just got eye. done saying he can make fun of white people. This is him doing that. Thank you. Oh, he's playing the character of right, a Right, he's playing the character of a, of a dumb white guy. You nailed it, Ray. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. Guys, why you got to look behind the curtain so hard? <laughs> Cobra Commander says, I'm going to blow up the island, and finally I'll be rid of G.I. Joe forever. Or, you know, six of them. <laughs> How is yeah, this plan confused. blowing up all of G.I. No, Joe? No, there is a shot, and it confused me for a while because... Uh, I, I was, uh, obviously there's the six people that they had to split up into three things, and then there was uh, another group, and I was like, wait a minute, is, there, is that the is that one of that group? It was, it was like you two go there, you two go there, and the sixteen of you go down this other aisle. It's it's Zap's group, and there is a shit ton of GI Joes there, oh. possibly all of them. There's got to still be other them. ones on the base. Someone has to be preparing lunch. There's like a hundred Joes named at least. Uh, judging from that, from those few frames there, I think they're all there. They're all waiting for Zap <laughs> to blow up the door, and nobody else is helping. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, they finally, they finally, uh, Flint gets to Cobra Commander's big like temple room, uh-huh. and he ends up like gunning like not a lot of defense in that room. I really thought there'd be a big like water robot or something that would come out and fight Flint there because well, it looked like a giant arena. There were rockets. Uh, you there could were tell rockets and there lasers. Was a button that said rockets. <laughs> And rockets. If came there's out one thing we've established about Cobra Commander, it's he likes very clear labels <laughs> on yep. his computers. He's a very literal performer. I'm surprised there wasn't just a rocket picture. Yeah, on I, one of the that's buttons. what I was thinking because it looked uh, that, at some point that board looked a lot like the one that had the Spears. animals on it. <laughs> so Flint clears the room and uh, basically is able to reset the trigger. Yeah, can we say? I, I would like to uh, say that this is the first time a Cobra device. Uh, couldn't be deactivated by just punching the control board because <laughs> they tried. So frequently do. Yes, they, they wised up. Yeah. They wised up. It's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> plan Plan A's gone, guys. I shot at it and it didn't stop working. <laughs> Maybe if we uh, remove the self destruct button. Wow, what? Yeah, that's so, revolutionary. Thing. Cobra's learning. Yeah. That's He's true. E- Cobra's evolving. He's evolving. Yeah. By so, episode 12, they figured that out. <laughs> so they decided they have two, technically. Three, three minutes in order to escape this gigantic island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's a bunch of just insanity that happens in that uh, uh, Lady J and Alpine and Bazooka get in the uh, the snake car 
Which they have no idea where it leads. No clue. It could be a dead end that mm-hmm. is right on top of the, oh. the, the explosives. Funny you would say that. It does end with a dead end. It goes right into a wall. But Lady J from inside the car throws yes. her javelin with apparently the strength of Hercules. Which, by the way, if they would just set up the fact that these are like collapsible javelin sticks, that as soon as she pulls them out, they like sort of like how Gambit was on X-Men. Like uh-huh. at some point, I think he had a collapsible one. But she pulls that out fully, fully engorged. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And where on her person does she keep a five and a half foot long stick with a pointy edge at the end? I mean, where would you jam up a five and a half foot stick? Insert obvious joke here. No. If you're going to call that out, <laughs> you make that joke. Upper butt, Chan. That's where she's got it. Thank you. God bless America. Oh. Uh, so, But she throws the to spear. Be fair, there, there, with women, there are two options. It's true. That I was thinking of the other option myself. <laughs> well, she's pretty you know, But uptight. I will allow it. They're both fine. Yeah. They're both legit. Uh, both I'll, acceptable. I'll accept both Did you answers. just say that Lady J was tight? She's uptight. Uptight. Well, like she has okay. a five and a half foot javelin up her butt. That's where I was going with that. All right. That's acceptable. All right. Okay. Well, uh, see, why didn't you just say that instead of insert because I want here? I'd like to give our audience a little bit of credit no. that they're a step ahead no. of us and could make the joke themselves without me having to make it. But no, that's unacceptable to you, Chan. No, because when people do that online, what they're saying is I'm not going to bother going through the effort of making a joke. Yeah. I will just say that there should be a joke here and get some sort of laugh. By half-assing it? Yeah, because if I just say the obvious joke, Chan, then nobody's happy because I just said the thing you were already thinking. And I'm telling you that I am not happy that you're not (laughs) saying it. You know what? We'll just agree to disagree. You cannot win. You cannot win. So she blows up a hole in the side of the temple at the end of the tracks, and the car zooms out, (laughs) at, at which... At which point, like, Flint is, like, rushing back through, and thankfully he picked the corridor back he went to because nobody remembered Dusty at all. Dusty was, again, he's in the friend zone with everybody. Nobody likes Dusty. I already forgot Dusty. See, he was left. He was still left (laughs) unconscious right there. Which, by the way, these people are unconscious for long periods of time. They should be be worried. (laughs) Like, they should get a doctor, check them Mm -hmm. out. Someone should wait up with them for 24 hours to make sure they are I mean, it makes perfect sense that uh, Bazooka is the way he is. (laughs) He's the only one that uh, shows uh, actual, like, legitimate signs of the head traumas (laughs) from all of the uh, karate choppings. Yeah. And, and he had a giant bowling ball pin fall on top of his head in the sun. Uh, that would knock me out for a little while. Uh, Zook was the one that uh, got hit in the face with a uh, cobra laser. And all he needed oh, was a little right, nudge. Right, and he was right, like, I'm right. up. Yep, yep. But like Dusty, like he's just lying there like unconscious in the balloon room still. And Flint's running by. He's like, oh, shit, Dusty. Yeah. Like there, he, I don't think he even like thought about it Hope ahead of time. Light. Yeah. <laughs> He does look lighter than the other Joes. I have to say that. I mean, to be fair. Uh, so he, he takes him with him. Uh, at this point, like everybody escapes the temple. The entire island blows up. Lady J thinks Flint is dead and doesn't care. Does not care. Uh, I like well, their relationship. Uh, I don't know. She kind of. She kind of. I mean, it. she's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's all the emotion that she shows. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. It's the same emotion Willy Wonka showed when Augustus Gloop got too close to the river. Yeah. No, don't wait, stop. don't stop. <laughs> yeah, she she clearly doesn't care. And then when he shows up, she's like, oh, yay, there he is. And then, <laughs> and then she's like, all right, let's go bomb. Like she couldn't get Joe Dick at the drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah. We established later on she can. The, then, they're, uh-huh. then they're like, let's go bomb the, the Cobra place. We get a twofer on Cobra, Cobra Temple. Yeah! Second Temple. Which, by oh. the way, did anyone else find it unsettling that they 
start shooting it and the scientists are still inside. I hadn't actually considered that. Like they, like the first sh- couple shots they aim at it, it's like things are going all around the place and falling all around. And you clearly see the scientists who are prisoners being like, whoa. <laughs> like they, so, so G.I. Joe at this point is like, I mean, if we've got to kill the scientists well, too. It's like drone strikes. Anyone around the target we now consider to be like part of that group. Yeah. Mm. I, I would not be, if I were those scientists, I'd be like, Dude, what the fuck, man? If you're not a terrorist, you shouldn't be waiting on their table. <laughs> Collateral damage. <laughs> um, at which point, this is another great moment, and maybe my second favorite moment of the whole episode. Cobra Commander's ranting and raving and screaming, and Baroness is like, let's get out of here. And then out of nowhere, he gets totally serene and just turns to her and goes, that Baroness is a sensible solution. Like, out of absolutely nowhere, maybe this goes back to the bipolar thing. He went from manic yeah. straight down. Just energy went straight down into, yeah. the, into the guts. He, he, or he's a 12-year-old that just had a sugar crash. <laughs> <laughs> also likely. Either of those things legitimate. Yeah. So, uh, G.I. Joe saves the day. They blow up the Cobra Temple right there. That just makes me sad. I mean, first <laughs> two, off. Two. Two. For, like, why did you even have that first one? Why was it a temple? Ugh. They do, put a lot do, of work into it to just blow it up. Do they... Can't they just rent a base, a normal I military base? I mean, I would base? even say at this point, like, just start renting motel rooms by the hour and, like, <laughs> just just make your plans there and take the fight to the Joes because at some point they're like, okay, so we've gone through seven temples in 12 episodes. Mm. I think it's more uh, like 13 each, in 12 each, episodes. Each temple cost us approximately $1.2 billion <laughs> because we, we had to trick everything out with Cobra Commander's face on it, and that cost a lot extra. Not just that. Those, I bet you they get a, dis, uh, like a discount for buying those giant snakehead like, uh, oh, uh, yeah. monuments there's, in bulk. There's one guy that makes it for, for them. <laughs> He's just some vendor in Little Italy. All right. I'll give you 13 for the price of 12. <laughs> His name's Murray, I've decided. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we, at the very end of the episode now, uh, Lady so J. Weird. Lady, so this weird. This is weird. Lady J throws herself at Flynn and says, maybe somebody should take me out for dinner. Ugh. At which point, Bazooka's like, I'll take you. <laughs> and then Alpine's like, hey, no, she needs a man with style. She's going with me. Yeah. I believe it was supposed to be the setup where... Uh, uh, Stop it, Bazooka. Obviously, yes. Uh, he's oh, to go okay. with Flint. Yeah, yeah. It was and the then fake he was like, out. yeah, but me. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, clever. yeah. It was a fake out. It was yeah. the old fake out. Yeah, she, those, all those dudes want to bang her. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you if you were a dude? I mean, it's weird, though, because like, it's like if you, if you have one chick friend who hangs out in your group of guys, group of guy friends and she starts dating one of the guy friends you're not gonna then keep hitting on her it's a little bit this is why i still you guys are not with me on this i don't think their relationship is as clear-cut and defined as you guys keep thinking it is the fact that alpine and bazooka feel that they can absolutely offer to take her out on a date in front of flint (laughs) and then he was like yeah i'll fucking make you uh do kp duty for a week if you do uh which i mean there's a reason why uh, uh, officers aren't allowed to date. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's true. Other subordinates. Subordinates. Yeah. Uh, then she says, "You sure know how to keep a girl single." Not. Uh, thank you for keeping me. Uh, um, uh, uh, f- f- for for maintaining my fidelity with this uh, girlfriend boyfriend relationship we have. Here's the thing. It's like you can't date anyone. You are at my beck and call. We'll fuck yeah. whenever I want to. It's I weird. think I think that it is. I think that he is commitment phobic, and so she. At, at, so at some point they had the talk, and he was like, "Why don't we just like 
like leave it undefined and she was like okay if we're doing that i'm free to date whoever i want and he's, and he's like yeah okay that's fine and then when he saw it in action oh, he was like cool. oh hell no <laughs> also there's only like one other chick that i can date on this show mm-hmm. so this is an unfair balance and like this is how she's gonna get him to to put a ring on it and basically. maybe that's why lady j was so nonplussed when uh uh yeah when all of a sudden she thought Flint was dead, like, I'm free. She was I can finally date Bazooka. She was cycling through all the available and hot Joes that mm. also have no personality. Could you imagine being on a date with Bazooka? <laughs> like, you go out to dinner, it's like, I like food. We, we're fucking now. We, we fuck now. Why is it Food done, fuck now. There's only two women... And they're both attached to the senior officer in their respective. Because it's mean, just clearly, like life, Chan. Clearly, it's just like life. Yeah, clearly they slept their way in. <laughs> uh, That's what they're implying. By the way, on this topic, Bechdel test fail. Oh, no. I, you know what? I really thought this was Ray, a different episode. Ray I, set I, it up like yeah. there was going to be a big pass, <sighs> and it was a big fail. That's two episodes in a row. First, I was like, there's going to be a bunch of animals, adorable animals. Yeah. Do you know how you feel yeah. about that? He just, then, it's like Ray has been taking a dump on my heart <laughs> for two episodes. Take another dump on my heart now, baby. Also, this one, like more than anyone, I feel like had the, well, maybe not then the one that had all the female dancers in it, but like you had Lady J and the Baroness. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you, we see Scarlet at some point, don't we? If we do, she's doing background work. Yeah. I th- well, yeah. But I feel like at some point, they could have been like, run. Okay. Bechdel test pass right there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much effort. It doesn't. It takes literally zero effort. Um, well, the next episode we have coming up is called 20 Questions. And if I remember correctly, and I haven't watched it yet. This, don't don't I'm tell do you, this again. <laughs> I'm going to do don't this for the third this time. <laughs> this is the Geraldo Rivera episode. I feel like you keep setting uh, up yes. these episodes and they do not pay off. So stop setting them up. This one's going to pay off. It's the Geraldo Rivera episode of G.I. Joe. And it's it's Maybe. it's okay. Maybe. <laughs> That's the best I got. In any case, that is episode 11. 12. 11, 12. 12. God bless America. <laughs> that was episode 12 of this thing, The Fun House. Mm. And um, that's going to do it for us. Ugh. So whatever we missed, whatever we screwed up, if, if there's something you guys saw that we didn't, go ahead and go to Facebook.com slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast and let us know. And uh, we might have more questions that pop up afterwards as well. Yeah, and send us pictures of you uh, with a yo-yo in one hand and a, and a <laughs> baseball card in the other. I challenge all three of apparently... us in the next week to make that our profile picture on Facebook oh, of us holding a yo-yo in one hand and a baseball card in the other. <laughs> I am issuing that challenge immediately. Oh, if it were magic cards, 100% I'm behind. <laughs> you know what? I will accept uh, magic cards. All but right. then I'd have to buy a yo-yo. And that just I'm, like... I'm offering the challenge, <laughs> accept it or work. not. A lot of work. Accept it or not? I'll see. I'll see. There we go. In any case, so that's going to do it for us. I am Ray Stacanis. Robert Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. And that's us saying good night now. host of breakfast with brent pope you've seen me on some of your favorite tv shows saying things like give it up jimmy you gotta sink this butt to win or 
I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. 